Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready! Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And it's Tyler. And it's Sunday. Sunday. And we got a shit ton of fucking college basketball. Crazy results from Saturday. February 27th. <laughs> had, to, had to pronounce that R in there, huh? I don't know why it exists. I don't either. Nobody uses it. No, it's silent. It's completely fucking worthless. It's like the K and knife. Just get it out of here. What's the point? A spoon? <laughs> we got hypotheticals today. Oh, got, you got some? I didn't know I you got, had some. You didn't tell me. I got several. Okay. Uh, I just got them stacked up. I'm going to go through all of them. I think I have like 19. Okay. Um, got college basketball news. Crazy world on Saturday. Crazy world on Saturday. Even if you're not an Arkansas fan who beat Kentucky. One through six go down. What a fucking day where one through six loses. Yeah. Could you imagine the parlay of those? Oh. Should be pretty good. Oh. Incredible. And, of course, leave it to fucking Kentucky to come down there and shoot a garbage time three to make it a push <laughs> when we were two-point favorites and every Arkansas better lost. So, fantastic. Yeah. Way to go, Kentucky, well, you sons thing, of bitches. Good thing, good thing gambling's not legal in Arkansas yet. So, nobody got burned by that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Big Cat did. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a recap on college baseball front. Arkansas's game on Friday. Yesterday's game got postponed, pushed to today, so we're having a doubleheader. We won't be able to watch it, as I'm sure most of you know by now, which is horse shit. Talk about that. Why would the why would one of the top five teams in baseball be on TV? Why? We got a uh, moment of silence for, what is this? We got a moment of silence. For what? For Iona baseball. Mm-hmm. This slaughter. Impossibly bad. And then, I guess a little news on the NFL front. Not a whole lot to talk about. And we also have to absolutely, 100%. I know we're a sports podcast. We we have ties to, know quite a bit of, and uh, don't completely understand the whole logistics of it, but what's going on in Ukraine needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. It's near and dear. And uh, I think a lot more is going to unfold from what's going on. So we absolutely have to talk about what's going on in Ukraine. Let's get right into it. Let's do it. Lay it on me. Hypothetically speaking, of course. Oh, of course, of course. Every day, 12 things appeared in your backyard. They're random things. You have no control over them. But they all start with a letter of your choosing. What letter do you pick? So everything that comes up, whatever it is, starts with said letter. Okay. The best part about this is your brain is going, oh, what's a good thing to start with this? And then as soon as you pick it, we get to go through the bad things. X. That's stupid. No, because I don't have to worry about any sort of gorillas, cheetahs, monkeys, bears. Or anything good. So, nothing bad. That's how that's my mind a, works. That's a lazy pick. It's not lazy. It's I don't want scary things in my backyard. <laughs> the well, worst I have well, to worry about is the fucking it. xylophone? Okay. 
I'll fucking sign me up for that. I feel like there's definitely more bad things to start with X than good. An X-ray machine? What are we, what are we doing? No. That's a terrible fake. It's not. It's smart. It's That's hedging. Stupid. It's stupid. That's how I bet right there. I don't think, oh, how much can I win? I think, how much could I lose here? I don't think that's accurate either. I don't For think, it? I don't okay. think that's what you do. I did not this past college season. That's why I didn't fucking win <laughs> shit. So now you're going to pick. In a hypothetical, no actual consequence situation, now you're going to choose to get cute. I'm not getting cute. I'm just, I don't want to die and put my family in harm's way. The easy answer was for me was D. That's where my brain goes. That's yeah, but you get D's in the backyard now. So? <laughs> Don't go out there and put your fucking mouth on them. Like, what's the problem? Well, you've got a bunch of dicks growing in the backyard. Who cares? Just don't touch them. They'll go away. How 12, do you know they'll go 12 away? Twelve new things every day. Yep. Then you got to worry about you got dollars, diamonds, demons, though. Dildos. Hey, it's, I think we're more concerned with demons than dildos. <laughs> Unless you just can't control yourself. It's either demons. It's me. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um. All right, well, we'll go on to the next one since you pissed all over that I one. I didn't piss on it. I just don't want bad things every single day. If you are reincarnated as an animal based off your personality, what animal do you think you come back as? Oh, what's that movie scene? <laughs> He'd come back as a... Oh, fuck. Was it Pineapple Express? Where's He would come back as an eagle. He'd come back as a lion. You know what I'm talking about? Whatever he's talking to Sal. Damn it to hell. I'll have to brush up on that. I'm not going to sit here and stumble around trying to think what it was, but I remember Seth Rogen's stupid liberal face sitting there going, he would come back as a as an eagle. As a, I don't know, whatever. Um I would be in I would come back as a Now I'm going to be realistic, not just what I would want to come back as. I'd probably know my luck come back as a As a give me, you got an easy answer that I think will fit, and I think I can convince you of why. But I want to hear yours first. I'd come back as a barracuda. Barracuda, yeah, because that's why? my luck. I come back as some useless thing like that. I think in still the world, awesome. The world of the terrible. ocean, it's not useless. This is your personality, though, uh-huh. not what you would choose. Initially, I said porcupine. The abrasive. Mm-hmm. The easy answer, the correct answer, I would come back as a cat. <laughs> Just people either useless. People either really fucking like cats yes. or really fucking don't. And everyone assumes they're mean. That's me. Everyone looks at my face and asks me what's wrong. Nothing. Just my face. I don't have a lot of friends. I have good friends. <laughs> I'm a cat. That's fair. I just sit there and look at people and judge them all the time. I only do what I want to do. Yeah. Just don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. I'll take care of myself. Yep, I can see that. Cat's good. Cat's Cat's a good one. That's a good one. Very accurate. Perfectly represents you. Oh, okay. If you could create one reality TV show, it's guaranteed to air, what would be the premise of your show? Hmm. I'll start because I thought about this immediately okay. when I saw this one. 10 people in the house, whatever. 10, 20 people, however many you want to do. You love the dramas. This And this is going to be yeah. big time. 
The show's called Triggered. 20 people in a the house. There are challenges. They just sit in the house. It's kind of like a big brother. Can't right. leave the house. <coughs> Noise comes on. TV comes on. Across the TV is just one of the most controversial topics you can think of. And you have to have X amount of time conversation. There's no yelling. There's no fighting. You just have to have genuine conversation about it. If you get triggered and you freak out, I haven't fine-tuned it. I am immediately I out. I don't know what happens <laughs> I am on this. out. It would be extremely interesting to see just because the amount of topics that are going to come up in here in this show are talked about every day, but it's just screaming. It's just people being mad at the other person's thoughts on it. Not talking about it at all. Yeah. You get a lot of shit done if you just had to talk about it and mm-hmm. couldn't freak out. Imagine the Democrat versus Republicans or the uh, you know, race topics or Oh yeah, that's what that's stuff exactly like that. Like whew, there's some easily triggered folks out there. I get triggered but only whenever I'm not being listened to. Like right, and that's if the you don't just show. try to hear me out, then I'm gonna get fucking frustrated. You're not listening to the fucking words I'm saying. Now I'm getting pissed off. Now I'm coming at you. Yeah. Now I have to yell because you won't listen to fucking reason. I feel like that's the majority of what people do now, though. Is they it just, is. They just want to get their points out, and then they don't give a shit about yours. No. Their mind is made up. So that would be a very interesting show. That would probably be an audience of two, because it would just be <laughs> me and you will be the only people who are just eating this shit up. I don't know. Like I, don't think I think it could spread like I wildfire, though. I, that's the thing. I think once it got to social media, people were like, you know what? One time now that I've had to listen to both sides, maybe I've tweaked my thoughts. I'm not saying you should just be able to, you should just jump ship on everything you believe because you heard something, but you like we talked about it before, you should change your mind on everything throughout your life or tweak your thoughts on it because otherwise you just don't care. You're not learning. What show are you doing? Mm. I'm going to go sports-wise. Okay. But I'm going to go also a big brother type approach. But it's 30 people. Okay, big people. One of each fan base. Okay. In the house. Half this house is going to be very depressing. Yes. I don't know where I want it to go. (laughs) But I would love to see one person, like, all-out extreme fan Mm -hmm. of every fan base in the same house. And they're all forced to watch Sunday Sunday ticket games together. Loser of each game drops into a bracket. A loser's bracket. And each week, a loser has to face a loser and they have to fight. (laughs) Winner stays in the house. Loser of said fight, out of the house. Person who wins, clearly you don't have to fight if your team just keeps winning. But the winner can be somebody whose team didn't win the Super Bowl because they keep winning all the fights. Mm -hmm. And the winner of the house gets... Season tickets to their favorite team. That's pretty good. That's an interesting twist at the end. Give me that. Okay. I don't hate that. 
to do more. Someone offered you $10,000 every time they punch you in the face. How many times do you want to be hit? Are you done once you get knocked out? Let's say for the sake of this, you can't get knocked out. You're just, a, you're just taking the pain of one punch per $10,000. I could probably take... You get, you get hit 100 times, you get a million dollars. I could probably take... Now, who's the puncher? Does it matter? Because I feel like that matters. A slightly above average punch to the face. Okay. I could probably take... Does it have to be consecutive punches? Yes. <sighs> Just beating the piss out of you. I could probably realistically take 15 punches to the face. Yes, yeah, so initially in my brain went, how many punches I got to get to a million? Right. I'm not taking 100 I punches. I can't take 100 punches. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And then I thought... I will be mauled and just mutilated. I will be unrecognizable. 20 punches gets you $200,000. Right. That's a lot of punches. It's a lot of fucking punches. Right to the mouth. Think of the worst places you hate getting punched in the face. Right in the lips. And it's going to keep happening. Right over the, no, you're gonna, and if over. If you get hit 20 times, you're taking at least eight to the nose. At least six to the eye. Do I get to pick where each punch lands? Nope. Oh, man. What if they hit me the same place every mm-hmm. time? That's why I kept it kind of low. 15 seems low, but it seems very realistic. I am no, by no means some sort of a hard ass with a face that can just take every punch. Dude, at like six, you're going to be mm-hmm. regretting your mm-hmm. decision so hard. <laughs> yes, you would. Three straight punches in the nose and you're going to be fucking hurting. Yeah, but if you tie it to something, I think you could will yourself through. Like if I'm like, all right, I take 20 punches to the face and I could build a house for no money. For no money out of my pocket. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be mangled. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look unrecognizable after this. Yes. I'm going to look unrecognizable after 15 as well. You're like, going to get a broken jaw. You're going to lose oh, teeth. Yeah. You could get your fucking eye socket busted. Yeah. I think if I'm a, like I'm 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 floating right there with you at 15, but I think if I can get to 15, I can get to 20. I don't know if yeah. I can get to 15. That's I don't that's, either. That's my absolute top. <laughs> I don't either. Mm. Those of you who have been hit in the face know the significance of that pain. The first one <laughs> You're, is going to be. There's not going to be any adrenaline rushing. There's not going to be anything. You're just going to be getting hit, just solid, just standing there. There's no adrenaline to cover up the pain. There's no nothing. I think you'd have to just every one you took, you'd be like, "Oh, that's ten grand. That's ten grand." But like I said, at around four or five, you're like, "That's only forty thousand dollars." <laughs> yes. This hurts so bad. Oh. Ten is probably a more realistic number, but I, I think I could will myself to fifteen. That's the thing, at knowing that, at knowing that about four or five, you're going to be tired of it. Everything after that's just how much you're willing, how far you're willing to go. Oh, imagine the first one just like shatters your nose. Right. Oh, God. And then it hits you there again. I think 15 is probably max. <laughs> yeah, it's max. God, that'd be terrible. We'll settle, we'll settle it. 
We'll call the show Punch Drunk. Oh, you would be pretty <laughs> fucking fast. Let's get into... Let's do it. Some college basketball. What a fucking day, folks. You see what color button that is? It's blue. Straight to blue. It's blue. Like, is in blue blood? Mm. As in blue blood that you would think if you beat one of those blue bloods, you move up in the net. More <laughs> than two. But... A bunch okay. of blue bloods went down this weekend. One of them being Kentucky in Bud Bolton. Mm. I don't know how we beat him. It wasn't pretty, necessarily. Not on all fronts. Our defense is clearly our strong suit. But we've we've just conceded the fact that they're not going to be pretty victories. That was, for that caliber of opponent, about as pretty of a win as you're going to get. I it mean, got they, real hairy down to six-minute mark. They didn't lead until much later in the game than I expected, obviously. Jumped out there to a big lead. I think it took like... In typical Arkansas fashion. It was like six, eight minutes or something to score four points for Kentucky. There for the, the first couple minutes, there was not a lot going on. It's like 15 to two. Yeah. But we pulled it off. J.D. Note had himself a game. Yeah, he was scoring from everywhere. Shot 50% from the floor. I'll take that. Now, two for eight from three. Not great. Some of the shots that he was shooting, didn't like him. They just kept going in. Except for the threes. <laughs> right. 25% of them went they in. Went in er- they went in early. They made that one early on. And it was like, oh, he's on. He's on today. He's going to have whatever he wants available to him. And he made... From pretty much every level, like you said, threes, long term. Don't love our offensive sets. Don't love the, hey, Note, here you go, bail us out. Don't love it. But it won. 30 points from Note is going to put you in a good position there. Jalen Williams didn't have a good good game shooting. You won't have to look any deeper in any matchup in the tournament than how big is their biggest guy when you're looking at who we match up against. We typically just let the big, the bigger they have, just do whatever they can and just try to make it tough for them, and just let the big feast. And we're just gonna try to make your other four people beat you, beat us. I'm not saying this to take away from anything that Kentucky did, because he dominated us. The she boy, yes, yes. He never left the paint. Maybe three times in the game. Every t- like eight seconds, ten seconds at a time, he's just fucking standing there. Yep. And they're like, oh, he's the number one rebounder. No shit. He's right there the whole time. Just like Jalen Williams. Not one, not one lame, not one three second, not nothing. No, I think we he got him on one. There. I don't think there was. I don't know if they called it one time. I don't remember. And it was consistent. I did love Kamani Johnson coming in. And I always love his energy. Him. That one, like the six-minute mark where he came down there and we missed the shot. Kentucky gets the rebound. He smacks it out of their hands, gets it back, kicks it out for a three. Bang. That was huge. Oh, the, the angle from behind the movie with his face when he got the ball, realizing he was wide open, he launched that thing to him. Can't remember who it. shot that. I think it was a Mude. Yeah, it was. He had a good game shooting from three. He was three for five, I believe. Him and Noto were the only people that made a three in the game. Yeah, that's not. That's not that surprising. No, that's pretty much what we do. Tony missed one. Uh, Jay Will shot four. Was over four. Devo missed one. Devo missed one. He was five. 
Jay Will was five for sixteen from the floor. Like he he couldn't get the typical easy ones. He was fucking gassed. Well, that's what happens when you let five people right. play forty minutes. <laughs> right. But he still finished with uh what he finished with? Sixteen and twelve. I'll take it. I'll take it all day long. No tape, thirty piece. Chris likes barely played any minutes. That's a win. Mm-hmm. Uh the backdoor push that Kentucky shot three at the end <laughs> was a fucking travesty. Yeah. You knew it was coming too. Oh yeah. I looked as soon as he hit it, I looked over Brett. I was like, Oh, that's huge. Anybody who bet Arkansas just got a push. He said, I don't know what that means. Well, great. I wish I was with somebody who understood what I'm talking about. People are gonna start understanding that lingo very quickly once this becomes legal. Next week. Next week. Think about that. Mm-hmm. I hope it's in one of those things that gets dangled out in front of us and drags out. What? The if the like it going live. We can they promised it. by March Madness it was up. Yeah. They say things sometimes. Speaking of saying things sometimes, I hope this is in the right spot. What? Because I wanted to bring it up. The rivalry? The history? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Kentucky's the team, circle for a Calipari, in Bud Walton, that's the game. Yeah. If we beat Kentucky, I will shut up about the things Muss is doing that I don't like. I will stop armchair QB in it. Well, and the thing was about what we're going to do on the road, and we wanted the play. I said it, and I mean it. They want it. That's what I said, and that's what I mean. It's late in the season to be saying things like, oh, we're going to learn about this team after X game. I feel like we've set it up to this point. This is what they are. They're going to play sound defensively. Yep. They're going to take advantage of big moments when necessary. I don't know where we're going to end up seed-wise in the tournament. Well, Joe Lunari is a piece of fuck, and we were a five seed. We beat Kentucky, and now we bump out of a five seed. Now we're not even top five seed after beating Kentucky at home. And, and the net goes from 25 to 23 for Arkansas after beating one Auburn, six Kentucky at home. All because of the Hofstra shit at the we beginning LSU of the year. And they were 12. We beat Tennessee. They were, what, eight, 18, 16, whenever we played them. Yeah, and Tennessee just fucking took down a big Auburn. team too. Yeah, Auburn. We're about to play them. And Tennessee's, in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's net went up by two after beating like Georgia. Ours goes up by two and beating Kentucky. Someone explain it to me. I just don't understand with everybody in the top losing how things didn't shift drastically. I think we'll go from what were we, what were we, 18? I think we'll probably go from 18 to 15 after that. We have to. Auburn has lost to Arkansas, Florida, Tennessee in the last two weeks. Yes. And they're just, they're fine. And they bumped down to a three. Yeah. Not a three seed, three overall. Right. Just take them down one spot yep. every time, even though two of those opponents were unranked at the time. Makes no sense. The disrespect for Arkansas, they clearly, they probably don't like how our offense looks. They probably don't like how we play. They pro- that's probably why they're holding it against us and the early season struggles. That's probably what they're holding on to. Which us, I get but to an extent. We've won like 12 of our last 13. But even on the post-game show yesterday, the SEC network guys were talking about the, or no, it was, I guess it's CBS. They were talking about the Alabama game being a fluke. Like, they they don't think we should have lost that game. I think everybody can agree with that. And if not, we've won 14, our last 14 games. Yes. And I also believe that we 
after beating Kentucky and beating Auburn and Auburn losing, I'm pretty sure we are the best team in the SEC right now. I think... According to wins, losses there. I think Auburn has to lose one of their next two games, the South Carolina and Mississippi State, so they're probably not going to. We will be one of the favorites to win the SEC tournament. Yeah, and I want to win that tournament. Be nice. I'm fucking tired of, well, we don't care about the championship. Nope. You win every game you can. Winning the SEC tournament, going into the real tournament, big boost. Correct. I'm not here for that. Well, we got that loss out of the way. No. Mm-mm. Not trying to hear it. Means our confidence could be down. I want the confidence at an all-time high going into this fucking tournament. And I also want to see us play on a neutral site. I want to see how we look in a... Now we're going to see oh, we go like to Oklahoma? Tennessee here. Yeah, exactly. Like when we go to fucking Tennessee here, I don't remember if it's this game or next or the two games away, but I think it's Saturday. We go into Tennessee soon and I will be very, very, because, you know, you get to go, the go-tos for any of the fan bases that lose to Arkansas, which are, there are three of them. One of them, we wouldn't have lost if so-and-so wasn't out. The yeah. second one, uh, there's no way you could beat us on our, on our court. And the third one, Oh, just let them have it. You know, that they don't get very many victories in Arkansas. Let them have this one. This was their Super Bowl. This was their championship. How many times can you say that? Yeah, we've won about four Super Bowls this year. Yeah, we've won quite a bit. And Kentucky got their boys back because it's been out. They didn't do anything, but they got them back. I don't think there was ever a question as if they're going to play in this game or not. Yeah, the Sheboy's got a chance of winning the the, the uh, player of the year in college ba- basketball. So I mean, he's, he's pretty fucking incredible. So... It is. It's crazy. All the people that are talking about Note potentially winning that as well. Uh, I don't expect him to. I couldn't say very, very many people ahead of him. I can't remember the last time there was somebody from Arkansas that was genuinely talked about yeah. from multiple platforms. He is our entire offense. Yeah. Yeah. No. At, some, at one point yesterday, he had over half the points. Yes. Which is. I mean, pretty, he finished with thirty, and we had what? 70-something what we have? 75. 75. So he almost had half of our points as a final. Yeah. Well, I mean, when only your starters score points, that's going to happen. I was very thrilled to see him today. Three for five from three. I was very thrilled with that. His stroke looked fucking pure. Uh, I like to see his mid that mid-range fucking where he just fucking uh, one dribble pull up. Just doesn't matter where he's at, where the defender's at. Doesn't matter. Baseline, elbow doesn't matter. He just pulls it right up. And every time he does it, I'm like, that's going in. That's going in. And most times it does. Only real concern at this point is, I mean, I have concerns, but they just keep turning into W's, so I'm going to Exactly. My only real concern is in the tournament, you're going to need production from the bench. Yeah. And that's not the time to play with the rotation and figure out who those points are coming from. Well, as we just said a minute ago, this is who they are. That's where they're getting their points. That's, that's it. Now, my concern is, we don't exactly play very good at the rim when the other team has good bigs. We're missing layups. Which anybody that we, we have played. a Mude throwing his head back, grabbing his neck whenever no one touched him <laughs> and he shot a layup and missed it. I, I don't know what that was. He committed to that too. He did. He While did the ball was going out of his hand. Oh, I, I don't know what that was. I saw Jay Will miss very many, very, very a lot so. <laughs> layups at the rim. It pissed me off. I don't like when we settle for jump shots. I don't like when we're settling for threes. If we don't get to the rim and get attacked and get some free throws, we are in a bad spot. 
And when they have a real big like Shibwe, now I know he's a fucking outlier. He's a be- he's a beast. And Kessler, look what happened when they have Kessler. Look what happened with the Shibwe. Look what happens with We're having it Tennessee. Yeah. Well, think of the all no yeah Tennessee. Think of the elites like the Baylor bigs. Think of the Gonzaga bigs. Think of the that's the thing you get you know what I mean. You get deep into the tournament. Whoever you play is gonna have a big. Yep. And that's we play very success. bad. And we don't have one. We do, but we don't. We do not because that one don't count because he's the softest big in the fucking world. <laughs> that's what's crazy is you look at these last three teams we played with good bigs and at no point was it ever even did they must have even look at connor <laughs> van over and like you know what we got a big guy down there maybe we give him some minutes no and I'm, I'm for it i'm not saying do it by any means do not do it ever don't fall for that trap ever people will laugh at us yes so at lsu's wednesday tennessee saturday is it home against lsu Yes. Okay. And then at Tennessee. So we'll have some high morale going into Saturday. That's going to be a wild one. Now, Tennessee's unranked. We beat them when they were, I think, no. 12. No, 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 but no. But they're no. 20 and 9. There's no number next to their name on here. Tennessee, 17. LSU, sorry. LSU. Yeah, and they just won against Auburn, so they'll probably go to yep. 16 to 15. They're they tw- might be ahead of us. They're 20, and LSU is 20 and 9 unranked team. So they're not nothing. Right. They're a tough out. Bud Walton coming off that Kentucky game. Now, people are. I've, I've Shout heard out people Scuba say, flexing up on the side. Shout out to old Scuba <laughs> Steve for listening. Was that was fucking fantastic. On a free throw that I saw today. With his ass cheeks out. His whole, both cheeks <laughs> out. There's a lot of people that were saying, like, oh, well, Bud Walton is different. They're not going to have that advantage. I agree. Bud Walton, when it's rocking, has also been a detriment at times. To us, we get not this two, season. No, yes, we get too fucking excited. We start taking bad shots because the crowd's rocking. They get quiet for a minute, and then they get loud. It doesn't usually last long. They get loud again, and it's more. It does more good than it does harm. We do get sucked into it at times. It feels like as a team, which is reasonable. Like I understand why it happens. There was an image of a Kentucky player on the bench with his fingers in his ears. That, that was fantastic again. to it see. It was fantastic. People can come off the whole, they're, they're bitches because they left with four seconds left. That was only to get them off the floor. That was, I am in the crowd of, that was bitch made. It looked soft because we didn't rush Ste- the floor. No, we weren't going to. It was going to be a $500,000 fine. Not happening. It's capped at two fifty. dollars well, They, they every had time security they lined around the bitch. Not yeah, happening. Yeah, they, they mentioned that, and then they showed them up close, and they, well, fucking one of those people was going to stop anybody. No, no. But if, I don't if think that was because they, the game, it, they would have rushed the court. Well, they were there. I know, but they I do didn't not. Let in. I do really. Mm-hmm. I do not think they left because they worried of a. They worried about the crowd coming in. I think they left because they did not want to dap us up. Maybe, but Calipari and Musselman from across while after it was over. Did the starters dap us up? Were very. No, I don't think so. Right, but Calipari and the starters got off the court, and Calipari and Musselman did have a nice little exchange. Like, hey, I appreciate you from across the court. They we did, did. We did see the video of Calipari at a restaurant mm-hmm. the night before, and the whole the whole fucking. Uh, restaurant was started doing the fucking calling the hogs, and it zoomed in on Calipari. He was just giggling. He loves it. I'm, I, I am. I don't a hate big Calipari fan of Calipari. I'm no. not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. But I'm a I don't, fan. I don't hate it as much as I used to. I am a fan of Calipari's. He's a very good coach. Getting a top two recruiting class every year helps, but right, he is a very good coach. They showed the number of freshmen compared to minutes that he had over since like 2014. It's impressive. It was shocking to see how many juniors they had playing for him today. 
or yesterday. That was shocking. I thought it would be all FR under their names. Yeah. A lot of juniors. But that was fun. Yeah, they, they, they stopped. Uh, there was a video that Rowan and Caleb put out, the Storm Chasers, talking to the police. Yeah, outside. And they told them to get lost. And then they posted a video of them at the airport, and they went to the Colorado game. I did see that. And they won in Russia yep. floor. I Everybody on there was saying they were going to go to the Gonzaga and St. Mary's game. Should have. That game was wild, too. Yeah, we had uh, coming off of the Arkansas stuff there. Uh, I wanted to talk about Michigan State, who I still don't think they get into the tournament, even with this win. Um, I believe they're now 19-9. They have lost five of their last seven, so I don't think they're going to get a nod to get in unless they win the tourney for their conference. Now, if they do that, sure. I mean, they're, you're a lot to get in. You have to win the tournament, then you can get into the, to the big deal. But... Uh, that Tyson Walker hit a three with three seconds left uh, in a tie game. And this dude just fucking dribble, 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 pops back, shoots a three in a tie game with three seconds left, and that bitch goes in. Unbelievable. Sick. Uh, of course, they were playing, what, number four, Purdue? Yeah. Uh, it got a little controversial down towards the end. Fucking uh, Purdue went to pass it in off the baseline, and the ball flung over the point guard, bounced out of bounds. Everyone's freaking out because they think it should be or Michigan State passed that in. They thought Purdue should have got the ball back to get one more shot. It got a little controversial. People started getting bitchy, uh, crying about shit. But that game was awesome to watch. Uh, Tennessee, 67. Number three, Auburn, 62. Jabari Smith, remembered who he was. 27 points. Yeah. Balled out. Um, unranked TCU, 69. Number nine, Texas Tech, 66. You'd love to see that. Yes. Um. Uh, TCU now 18-9. Uh, Mike Miles for TCU had 26 points and was 10 for 15 from the field. Freak also led in rebounding and assists for TCU. Um, unranked Colorado 79. Number two, Arizona 63. Yikes. Throttle. Yikes. Thumping for Arizona, and that's bad because they are one of the teams that I thought still do is going to be a deep, a deep threat in the tournament. After seeing this, just a little slice of humble pie. That's all it is. Uh, not going to really hold that against Arizona. They're fucking freaks. It's nah. not quite to the scale, but I always, when I look at Arizona, when brackets come out, I view them with a similar lens that I do Gonzaga. Like, I'm sure they're extremely talented. Probably going to fuck it up at some point. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Baylor, 80. Number 5, Kansas, 70. Uh, Agbaji from Kansas, their fucking stud, had 27 points, but was 8 for 22. Very Jody Note type night, but... Uh, of course, Kansas is on the road in Baylor. It was rowdy. Uh, that's a big also win. defending champs. Yeah, that's I a, understand it's a different team. That's but. a big win for Baylor. There, they're they're they're. I haven't looked their last five, but I think it feels like they've been in a little bit of a slump lately. Um, yeah. number twenty three, Saint Mary sixty seven. Number one, Gonzaga fifty seven. Good old number one prospect in the world, Chet Holmgren, with six points and six rebounds in thirty two minutes. What a freak! Look at him go. I am very anti-Chet Holmgren. It's, he's fucking overrated as shit. Baylor's, Baylor's last games, uh, going back to the fifth, Kansas beat them 83-59. Mm-hmm. They beat Kansas State 75-60. They beat Texas 80-63. Texas, that was impressive. Texas Tech beat them 83-73. They beat TCU by 10. They beat Oklahoma State in overtime. And then they beat Kansas by 10. So they won against who they should have upset with the Texas game. 
And they play Texas again. Was that at home? Tomorrow. What? That Texas uh, win? That had that couldn't be in Texas. No, it was, it was at home. Yeah, because I believe I, I saw a they're, graphic. They're at Texas tomorrow at 8 o'clock on ESPN. I believe I saw a graphic. Texas has the best home court and college uh, win-loss record is Texas. They are freaks in Texas. Um, so that will be I will be watching that tomorrow, considering there's no football for the foreseeable future. I am all basketball right now. So still got to be close with the best home record. It's close. Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I know we're in the top five, but Texas, I believe, is number one. I think it factors in, like, point differential, how much they win by, who oh, okay. they beat, shit like that. Uh, well, we play a lot of good fucking teams at home. Yeah. So the point differential is not going to be in our favor. A uh, very good day to be a home team in college basketball. When one, two, three, four, five, six all go down, and it was all they were all on the road, very good day for home stadiums. Unless you're Rutgers. Yeah, I don't know what happened there because they were one of my they are one of my dark horses. Mm-hmm. And they have been tearing into folks lately and I don't know how they lost. I don't understand. The the momentum was all their side. I don't now I don't even think they're going to get to the tournament. They had to literally win out to have a shot. And with that loss, I think that might have just solidified them not making it in. And that sucks. I just wanted to see a tournament run with them. After the Arkansas game was over, I did get a thing up on my phone that said, "Oh, Coach K and Coach Beheim potentially beat for the last time. So I flipped over there. Duke beat the piss out of Syracuse. And I yes, understand Syracuse is less than impressive this year, but good Lord. It's still Syracuse. And it's, it's still Jim it Boheim. It was a home game for Syracuse. Yeah. And they got fucking smashed Duke the had, entire time. 97-72. And to be honest with you, I don't know that it was that close. I think at one point it was like 32-8. to eight, Something like that when I flipped it on. It was terrible. Yeah, Duke was on a mission. There was another one. Oh, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. That's the one I was just talking about a minute yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, it would have been a huge day for parlays, but nobody would have picked all that to happen. No, I just don't understand how many people above us go down and we don't move. I'm not saying that they drop below us, obviously. Because the, it's the 1 through 6. They're far away from us. I guess. It's not the 10 through 17. But when we beat, when we made impressive wins, there's almost no jump. Did Providence beat Rutgers? Is that who beat them? I can't remember who. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, big win. Uh, let me see what the world has. Providence beat Creighton 72 to 51. Oh, that's a good win too. Now I know Creighton ain't fucking Dougie McBuckets no more, but yeah, but it's hard to get that image out of your head. It is. Damn. Texas barely beat West Virginia by one. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Hofstra Hofstra with another win. Look at him go. Hey, boost the resume. <laughs> uh, UCLA beat the fuck out of Oregon state. The fuck 94 to 55. So I wonder how they weigh in because I Beat was the shit, but they just lost to fucking Oregon last game. Yeah, this makes me feel dirty to what I'm about to say, but I was rooting for Tennessee to beat Auburn only because we're about to play Tennessee again. Ew, never mind. Oregon State's three and twenty-four. And <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! And how do you factor that in? Like we beat Tennessee, we beat Auburn, and then we beat Tennessee. Who beat Auburn? Like you have to weigh that. Who was home? Who was road? That's how you factor it in. Yeah, but if we, I mean, Auburn came to Tennessee, but then if we go to Tennessee and beat them. What if we go to Tennessee we bolt, and lose? We bolt, it's, I mean, it's possible. At this point, like, I'm not going to pick us to lose any game. I'm not going to pick us to lose against LSU or Tennessee. Well, I don't want us to lose. But no, I mean, I mean, like, a tough environment. It, it is. And I know Florida, I know Tennessee's a better team than Florida, but that's why the Florida game was so big for me, not because the level of competition or, or my expectation for the game was because we went in there and won. 
and it wasn't particularly like I wasn't nervous, super nervous at any point that we're going to lose that game. It was a pretty pretty consistent showing on the road. Tennessee claims that, or at least Tennessee fans I've seen on Twitter claim that you know their their home environment is unbeatable, which we know is incorrect, but it's not nothing. They do appear to be difficult. Ooh, good one on today, boys. Number fourteen, Houston at home against SMU. SMU is not ranked, but they're twenty and six. Houston's twenty three and four. Houston's favored by eleven. No way they cover eleven. Uh, let me look in here real quick. Want to find SMU's last five? SMU beat Tulsa. 75-61. They beat Memphis 73 to 57. Memphis stinks. What happened there? They stink and don't stink at the same time. Uh they did lose to Temple, beat East Carolina, and beat Houston. That's their last five. Win-win, loss, win-win for SMU. Houston beat Tulane, beat Wichita State in double overtime, beat UCF, lost to Memphis, lost to SMU. That will be fucking fantastic today. There's no fucking shot SMU loses by 11. No. Lock. Lock of the fucking day. Oh, boy. Right there. SMU plus 11. Give me that. Oh, Illinois and Michigan. Illinois in Michigan today. Give me Michigan. That is a could get Michigan into the fucking tournament game right there. I'm going Michigan. I mean, they got to win more than just this one, but let's see. They're 15-11 right now. This, this is the last game. Illinois, I don't know if they make it in, but that would be a big one on the resume. And Ohio State plays Maryland, gross. That's about the, that's it. That's that's the only game's worth flying shit. Unless you want to watch Montana and Montana State. I do not. St. John's, isn't that where Mike Anderson is? Don't give me the line. Why didn't it say who their fucking coach is? I'm almost positive. Hang on. You son of a bitch. Mike can't. Oh, Mike. I don't know about any other notable basketball games. There are two baseball games today because it got postponed yesterday. I'm not Jay sure. Jay St. John's coach. Okay. So I'm pulling for him. I don't know which game's coming first. I don't know if it's going to be. You would think the Stanford game would be first since it got postponed from yesterday. But you can't be sure. Stanford in Louisiana, where we played against Arkansas in the Round Rock Classic, presented by Flow Sports. Stop letting them win the bid for broadcasting rights. Nobody wants to pay thirty fucking dollars a month for a shit show that is just goes off the air for forty five minutes at a time. I almost paid one hundred fifty dollars on Friday for the year to be able to watch these Yikes. two games. Thank God I didn't. I did listen to it. I'll be listening to these two today. It's tough because I have to listen to it, and then when something crazy happens, I'm going to go to Twitter to find the video that matches the audio that I just listened to. But Friday's game, Arkansas gets the W, 5-2 against Indiana. Connor Nolan, I am, it's two outings, okay, early. I said I was concerned with him being the Friday night guy. I am less and less concerned every time I see him. He had, no, he had a career night on Friday. A career day, whatever you want to call it. It started at 4 o'clock. He had 10 strikeouts. 
last week when he started on Friday, he got a lot of ground balls, kept his pitch count low, and he was able to go as far as we needed him to go. I'm cool with either one. You get ground balls with our infield, especially the middle infield, I'll take it 10 times out of 10. You got MLB caliber infielders behind you, use them. If you can just put the ball in play, keep it down, keep the fly balls to a minimum, I'm good with it. But when you have 10 strikeouts, and then Cole Ramage comes in and gives you six strikeouts, you're going to win a lot of fucking games that way. They played a lot of, a lot more small ball. I don't know that there was any home runs hitting that game on Friday. Bob Moore had two RBIs. He beat out an infield single that was, I say awesome. I didn't watch it. I was listening to it. It sounded awesome. I still think Caden Wall is going to have a huge year. He had two doubles on Friday. That's the, I guess you want to call it breakout person that I'm watching this year. I did say on Inside the Hogpen on Saturday, Friday night, Friday night. I still think Lanzili has double-digit home runs. That dude has got some power. He's in the DH spot, or he's supposed to be in the DH spot yesterday. I think he's going to have a big year. I'm excited about it. Turner looked very good. I was pleased to see that. He had a pretty good a pretty good night from an offensive standpoint. Cole Ramsey's going to take a bunch. He had a rough rough first outing. It's going to take quite a bit to get him off a list of list of relievers that I trust after these last two outings he's had. I am very excited about the Stanford game today. Good competition. I assume Hagen Smith is still starting, but we'll see how that goes. I think he's going to be our ace this year. We'll get to see Wiggins again. I'm hoping to build some trust with him as it goes on. Like I said, still not there yet. But not a whole lot to talk about on the Friday night game because one, I listen to it, and two, not a lot of huge moments. Ridiculous double play turn a couple times. It's to be expected at this point. I mentioned moment of silence for Iona baseball. They lost four to two on opening day. Respectable, no big deal. You lose four to two. Iona, smaller school, four to two. You put a good fight. Since then, they have given up twenty four runs in a game, nineteen runs in a game, twenty seven runs in a game. And then most recently, they lost 29-0 to against Tennessee. Those are ass whippings. Those are football scores. Safe to say, Iona's bad. Also safe to say, Tennessee is very fucking good. Also, Duke Deuce was in the house, and that was sick. Yeah, he said he might move to Arkansas. Yeah, I forgot to mention that when we were talking about Arkansas. He uh, was dancing in the locker room with all the players, and it was sick. Uh, crowd went nuts when it zoomed in on him on the sideline, too. He was going, he was, he was um, acting out, as they say. <laughs> and then fucking, he posted it up on his Instagram, him dancing in the locker room with the dudes, and champ, uh, champ Drake commented and said, geez, love to say I told you so. <laughs> and uh, fucking Duke Deuce commented back and said, love, bro, with the hog emoji. Pretty sick. Muscleman commented on it with a uh, 100 emoji. Pretty pretty sweet. Drake knows who the fuck Arkansas is. 
Well, as long as he doesn't show up with a fucking Arkansas jersey on, I'm good. Right. No, don't touch Do that. not fucking put that on, Drake. And that's one that he can't. You, he went through the layup line with Kentucky, wasn't it? Or was that Duke? I think it was Kentucky. That was Kentucky. Yeah. So you can't. And he's out there shooting on the court with him. I know he's a bandwagon guy. He'll jump around. Oh, yeah. You can't go from Kentucky to Arkansas. He'll put a Lakers jersey on, a Warriors it's, jersey like on, going, a Nets jersey it's on. It's like going from <laughs> Alabama to Auburn. You can't do that. But Tennessee has two pitchers that are fucking stupid. One of them, his first outing, had 11 strikeouts. The other one's a freshman throwing like 103. And I understand I own as bad as I discussed. You put up 29 runs in a baseball game, you got the fucking offense to go with it. That will be the biggest threat to us. Mississippi State is still fucking struggling. They lost to Western Kentucky. Yes. The Hilltoppers are planting their flag into the field there, huh? I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I still think they'll be a top team. I still think they'll be a problem, but they are starting off rough. That's that's t- uh, that's Ty Story's alma mater. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's alma mater. Yeah. The Tennessee series this year will be fucking fantastic. Could you imagine? I, I haven't even looked at the highlights of Tyreek Hill when he was at West Kentucky. Could you fucking imagine him playing against those some sorry-ass bums that they play against? Oh, God. I can't no, imagine. I imagine Zion in high school. Yeah, correct. Just complete domination. Yeah, and then just complete fall-off. So, disappearance from the league because he's disappeared. And J.J. Reddick made fun of him publicly. It was fantastic. I don't know if you saw that. I J- did not. He's, he, JJ Reddick never speaks bad on people. Like, he just comes on there and says the most PC shit. And he was on ESPN last week, and he was like, uh, I don't know what Zion's deal is. He, he, he hasn't. CJ McCollum said he hasn't talked to him one time since he's been there. Zion won't respond. Nothing. I bet if CJ McCollum worked at a McDonald's drive-thru, he'd talk to him quite a bit. Probably so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fucking JJ came out there, and he was like, uh, what he's doing right now is just completely out of bounds. Like he's not talking to teammates anymore. He's not. No one knows where he's at. No one talks to him. He said the way he's doing this is is just completely uh, unheard of. I don't know. I've listened to a couple of the podcasts that JJ does, and he's pretty. He goes after some people. And yeah, but not teammates. Yeah, next teammates kind of kind of strange. But I mean, how long? How, how close was he with him? Probably not very. I would imagine not. In. Some minor-ish NFL news. The Green Bay Packers will almost certainly franchise tag Devontae Adams. That's what I saw. I don't think that bodes well for anybody. It definitely doesn't bode well for Devontae Adams. Nope. Now, doesn't. I, I realize I say that. I mean, he's guaranteed a good chunk of money. But when you're consistently talked about as the one of, if not the best receivers in the league, you're wanting the fucking contract. Yeah. Especially when you're potentially tied to Jordan Love. No, thank you. I also saw a bunch of reports coming out that said Packers officials believe Jordan Love is better than any quarterback that's in this draft class coming out. And I can't really dispute it much because they all seem like toss-ups at this point. Yeah, but if Jordan Love, I mean, we haven't seen him play, really. We saw saw him play a terrible game against Kansas City. But if he was coming out in this draft class, I don't think he would be the unanimous number one quarterback. I thought... This is not a joke either. This I'm not saying this just to be stupid. I thought Jordan Love had the exact same upside as Trey Lance. And Trey Lance was taken, what, second or third overall? Jordan Love was fantastic over at Utah. Briefly. Lance, we saw one season of him do decent, and then he starts his senior year, well, throws five picks, gets... The, I'm not playing no the more. The Trey Lance thing, to say decent is is crazy. Uh, Trey Lance is not good. The, the season that he had, you're only basing it off the competition level that he played. So... But to have where well, we had 29 touchdowns, no picks. Anytime you throw no picks with any amount of offensive production is good by those standards. 
you can argue how well does the competition level he played translate to the NFL. I'm fine with that. And the fact that he sat out an entire year after, after that. After four picks, his first only, game. Yeah, the only outing he had was bad. I'm not saying I had expectations for Trey Lance at all. I, but he, did, he had an above decent year that one year. I was, it was a mistake to fucking reach on him. Absolutely was. Jordan Love had the exact same upside, and they got him at like 28 in Especially the draft. Especially when you have a quarterback this caliber of Jimmy Garoppolo that is immediately talked about being traded the year after, and you can't justify putting him in. Yeah. And I'm all for drafting a, a you know a less proven guy and letting him sit. But you have to have some sort of hope with your current quarterback to allow him to sit, and Jimmy Garoppolo gave them no hope. Now, franchise tagging Devontae Adams is sort of a chess piece move because that would make Aaron yeah, Rodgers... Aren't very good at chess. But that would make Aaron Rodgers want to come back. He's got one more year on his deal. If Devontae's franchise tagged for a year, would he sit out for the year? Or would he say, fuck, no. well, now Aaron's going to come back for his last year. Okay, fine, I'll play on it. You're not going to sit out because... And then, then they, they both just, walk. Then they can just franchise tag you again. Like, that year just doesn't count if you sit out. If you sit out. So I don't think either one of them are going to sit out. I mean, it's, <laughs> Aaron could. <laughs> it's not a... T- oh, he, I mean, he could afford to, for sure. But I think if he sat out, he would just say he's retired and then come out of retirement. Because then you... you, you they are much more likely to trade your rights if you're coming out of retirement than they are to just trade you. I think that year still counts even if he sits. What? His contract, Aaron Rodgers. No, that's why everybody comes back. You have to come back by like week, whatever week it is, or your contract doesn't count. Hmm. It doesn't count towards your I don't your, know off the top of my head. Deal. I mean, it would be a bold move. All I would have to say was that he was injured. He's pull AJ Green. Yeah. His COVID toe still acting up. Yeah, because guess what? His contract still counted. And he was injured all season. I I think at this point, if you do that, you're guaranteeing you will not re-sign Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I, I see what you're saying. He can come back to – and I think he may – that may work only because he's not going to want Devontae to get shafted by playing a year with Jordan Love. But you're, you're foregoing anything after that. They're both for sure gone if you do that. Yeah, now, and if, I think if, you, if you get him, if you franchise take Devontae and Aaron comes back to help him out and you win the Super Bowl, it's worth it. But you're they're definitely neither one of them are re-signing there after that. Yeah, this silence from Aaron Rodgers is deafening right now. Yeah, he's clearly waiting on one other domino. I'm assuming it's the Devontae thing, but that's kind of out of Devontae's control at this point. That would mean he's do. still considering playing with you. If that's the case, let's sit them both fucking down together. What would it take to eat both? What do I have to do to get a long-term deal for Devontae and to get you to finish your career out here? You're clearly still like thinking about being here. You like the coach. You like the location. You like the fans. You're waiting to see what we're going to do with Devontae. Why don't we just get you both right here? I will give him a max fucking contract right now for four years. Will you sign a four-year contract with us as well? The thing is, though, like you, you would surely by now, as long as he's been there, you would think that they've sat him down in the room like, all right, I what think it's hard to get Aaron Rodgers to sit down in a room with you. Maybe, but I mean, even before all the controversy started with between them, like twixt them, it's it's difficult for me to believe that he has any sort of trust built up with the Packers because you know he hasn't said, "Hey, draft a defensive player every year." And we also know that he has openly disliked almost everything that the front office <laughs> has done for ten picks. years. But so it, I would imagine the sit down wouldn't go very far with him. If I was him, it wouldn't. I just did because like, you can tell me what the fuck you want. I don't believe you on the Packers front. I did see a report today. It's the first one I've seen in its sort that the Chiefs are bo- are possibly 
in talks with Green Bay on a trade for the Zadarius Smith. I saw, yeah, I saw a deal that said they were monitoring his situation. Yeah, I don't know if he's a free agent or not. No, we'd have to trade for him. He's, he's still under contract, but apparently the Preston Smith thing's about, he's about to be a cap cut, and that would lead Zadarius to not really be all that wanting to stay there much. He must be with his brother. Uh, I would yeah, take Zadarius Smith money. over Frank Clark all day long. Yeah. And if we're, we already saw the report that Frank Clark's about to get cut. We all know that's coming. If it's a post-June 1st, it gives us more money, but they might just want to say, fuck it, just get out of the fucking way now, put $12 million more back on the books. Let's just get it out of the way. Then you could get a Zadarius Smith, who is, in my opinion, an upgrade from Frank Clark. There's no denying Frank Clark's significance in the postseason, but that was 2019. It's time to move on. Right. So, I don't know. I, I would like to have Zadarius Smith on the roster for sure. Then again, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'd like to have any good-name player on our roster, of course, but... We still need to re-sign Orlando Brown. That's the only person I want re-signed, and I want a contract extension for Tyreek Hill. He has a $24 million cap hit right now, and he's on the last year of his contract. Yo. I saw the date said Matt Ryan's cap hit this year was $48 million. Yes. Yikes. I think it said biggest in history was the biggest cap hit ever. Till Mahomes comes up. Yeah, he's going to be 45 um, until like 2024, then it'll be 50. Yeah. Um, I don't care. It can be. I don't fucking care. No, yeah. I take that all day long. The Matt Ryan one is bad. That's painful. The Mahomes one's fine. Uh, Because fuck, by that point, there'll probably be somebody else making that much money. mm -hmm. Yeah, there definitely will. Aaron will be one of them. Probably Baker Mayfield. (laughs) (laughs) One can hope. It needs to be Nick Chubb, but (laughs) I think he already got his three-year, like a 60-something million extension, which is good. On another front. Why don't you guys get Kareem Hunt back? Wouldn't that be great? We just hired fucking Matt Nagy back as the quarterback's coach, and I'm telling you right now, it's not for quarterback's coach. It can't be because he's, he's, o- he's only had it is offensive coordinator. quarterbacks. It is offensive coordinator. It is all because of the enemy stuff. I think they still think he could get a deal with someone else, possibly at the end of this season. They're probably thinking he's going somewhere else and we're not re-signing him, and it would be very easy to just promote him to the OC. Matt Nagy will probably be offensive coordinator. I was for it. I was one of the people saying I want Nagy on the – We've seen him be an offensive coordinator. He's been good. He was a good offensive coordinator for Kansas City. If you can get us to 12 wins in Kansas City, I take that. No, no, negative. There's no way. This this is a farewell tour for BNME right now. Uh, Thank you for everything that you've done. I'm talking about this year. Oh, yeah, he's back this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's going to finish this season out. And then next year, we're letting him walk. And it's going to be, boom, Matt Nagy's the OC again. And I'm all for it because Nagy will check Andy Reid. 100% chance Matt Nagy will check him when he does some stupid shit. You know who you need if you want somebody who's going to check Andy Reid? who is a capable coordinator, is Todd Haley. No. That motherfucker 100% speaks to his mind. That's why he talked his way out of the Browns organization so fast. Um, Off the Kansas City news, I did see the Saints restructured Mike Thomas's, Michael Thomas's deal, opened up $23 million in cap between him and there was another player, I can't remember who it was, but and then the report came out that showed Michael Thomas is uh, almost 100% good with what what they agreed with with the restructure and will be playing with New Orleans starting next season. Apparently, they patched up whatever problems they had. He's, a he's, bunch of money up front. Yeah, that's all they did was just convert everything to a signing bonus restructure. Yeah, so now but, they're probably only like $45 million over the cap. So, they, I mean, they're, they're still, I think, talks with two Saints players that they have to either cut or do something else with to free up a bunch of money, but... They freed up almost thirty million with the Michael Thomas and some player that's a lesser Hill. dude. Did you know? I saw some bull crap talking about uh, the worst passer rating allowed as a cornerback in the league. Guess who it was? Hmm. Eli Apple. Oh well, 
That's not surprising. He get, he had the worst passer rating when tar- when targeted. As in, like a 23 was the passer rating anytime Eli Apple was targeted. How? I wonder, I wonder how much just the Super Bowl affected his average. Couldn't have been great. No. I also saw an article that was talking about, you know, I, I mentioned on one episode before that the whole Malik Willis thing with the Steelers, like there's no way that's actually who they want with how open they've been about it. Mm-hmm. I saw an article the other day that said that, that is their draft darling, much like Najee Harris. Najee Harris was the pick forever, so much so to that point that I also thought they were not going to take him, and then they did. Malik Willis is your guy, I'm telling you. I don't know what they have, how far they have to trade up. I don't know at what pick. I'll take my Malik Willis and fucking Najee Harris combination. I'll fucking I take that. Malik can run. Malik can throw. He at least takes a little bit of pressure off fucking Najee because you have to worry about him rolling out and fucking right. taking off. You can patch up that offensive line easy with Will two two through six round picks all they day need long. To go to, they need to go get Munchak back from Denver. That's what they need to do. But You've got cap space. A lot of cap space. So you can sign a couple of shit. I wouldn't be surprised if y'all are players and trying to get Orlando Brown from us. And that's the only thing. Like I'm not thrilled with any option in the draft necessarily. I said before, as soon as as soon as the quarterback role is filled, whether it be free agency or the draft, there's only like two people, and everybody else I'll just be fully on board with because I have no choice. But if you have a rookie quarterback contract, especially you take him in the first round, which don't fucking touch anybody in the second round in this draft class, especially. I'm over it. If it's not your guy for sure that's worth getting in the first round, don't fucking take him. Yeah. But if you have five years of a rookie contract for quarterback, go get everybody. Because you're not going to have to that, – that's your big chunk of your salary cap for every team, and you're not going to have to pay it for a while. By the time you have to pay that, TJ's deal will be over. This one will. He'll be hopefully in a new one. you got to pay Minka. you got people, dominant players in their prime. Go the Seattle route get a rookie quarterback for cheap, and bring in everybody else to help him. Minimize his flaws by putting just ridiculous talent around him. I don't know at what point in the draft they start seriously considering it. I'm sure they have that number in their head already. All right, if we get to the ninth pick and Willis is still there or any of these three quarterbacks are still there, we talk about trading up. I'm sure they already have their per- their team circled that they want to trade with. I've seen a lot of Jets. I've seen a lot of Chargers just really to get above New Orleans. Draft. We got March Madness coming up. That'll carry us through a lot of the way. And then we're real fucking close to draft season. And we're going to start getting into the mock drafts. And my happiness for the next year. Because it's very dependent on this draft. Mm-hmm. Or I guess free agency before that. We'll find out. But I'm I'm at the point where I don't expect us to make a major move for a veteran quarterback. I'm also not going to write off drafting the quarterback in the first round if we take a mid-tier veteran because I, I mean I don't know how anybody is expecting Mason Rudolph to teach a fucking rookie anything except what not to do yeah I think that's about all I got that's good let's talk Ukraine let's do it let's talk a little war action let's talk this is a once in a lifetime type situation that's going on right here I mean, you know, sad enough. It's not Full good news. Invasion. Yeah, it's not good Good things to discuss, but... There's a silver lining. It's it's just one of those things that you're... A lot of people don't see in their lifetimes. 
before everybody's brain starts to go too far into what I just said about silver lining, we're talking about the ghost of Kaif here. Yes. Yes. And I'm tired of the the Twitter minds and stuff. Oh, this isn't a verified thing. Blah, blah, blah. A Ukrainian fucking elected official was the one that posted it, you fucking dipshits. If you've stopped and looked at who the people are that are all throwing out the, this is misinformation. This isn't real. If you look at who those people are, I don't understand what the left's problem is, why they're, why they're so interested in trying to say everything's misinformation. But usually the person who's, you smelt it, you dealt it type situation, <laughs> you're typically the person who is t- trying to spread some misinformation. Because don't you take this dream of mine from me. Don't you tell me it's not real. Don't do it. Because the ghost of is real. We've seen him. Ukrainian officials have posted that it is real. They have posted a picture of said individual inside of his cockpit, smiling with a thumbs up from a Ukrainian official saying, here is the ghost of Kyiv. No, he's real. So stop trying to fucking shatter my dreams because it's awesome. He's taken down seven fucking Russian pilots, for God's sake. In sakes. the first 12 hours. Unbelievable. Now, he's toast. I'm not saying this would be a Debbie Downer. He's toast. Why is he toast? Because now everybody's looking for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he was in the midst of a full-scale war, but now he has a target on his back. Yeah, and he doesn't care. He's he is, a ghost he is a. He is a, at this point, a long-term kamikaze pilot. Like, he, he, the end result for him is just take as many as you can before we get got. Yeah. He's, and uh, safe to assume he's done... He ain't got yet. job so far. He ain't got yet. He has been getting all the others got. That's it, what he, he does. He is a full-blown Ukrainian Batman. That you're going to see some real fucking war heroes fucking flying through this bitch. We're going to see some bad motherfuckers. Vigilante justice. And it is I'm looking like... Vigilante, you, he's part of it, but... Right. It is looking like the Ukrainians are... They were very... They were taken lightly. Let's just put it that way. They, they don't, from a military standpoint, they don't have the firepower that Russia has. They don't have the troops that Russia has. They don't have the advancements and technology. They don't have anything. But they've been fighting this war with Russia. You know, there's a series, there's a thing on it on Netflix. You can go see what all happened when they started fighting for their uh, independence and fighting, you know, the revolution back in like 2013 or 14, some shit. This has been going on with Russia for a while. They just haven't openly invaded and popped in like this. It's been pop shots. It's been shells. It's been border type situations. Flying now over it's, your airspace to prove a point. Yeah. Now it's a real fucking thing that's really going on. Uh, and boy, did Putin, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Underestimate. Uh, underestimate fucking the Ukrainian people. Boy, did he. Or did he not? And he was just okay with whatever it took to get there. I don't know. He's, he's clearly trying to, I mean, He's definitely trying to reinstill his Soviet Union fucking wishes. I mean, he, he was with the KGB. He's trying to reinstate what the... And what he's wanting, I'm telling you, he's wanting to take Ukraine so he can have another launch force to, to attack fucking uh, Poland and Finland well, and, and all these people. And the amount of resources in Ukraine is ridiculous. Yeah, but this isn't where he's stopping. When no, he, I'm if, not if saying If he that. takes Ukraine, that is going to be a launch pad to attack other NATO countries that are close by or independent because Finland's not with NATO. But they're talking about getting with NATO and Russia's pissed. Now it's, oh, if you join NATO, it's coming to you. That's clearly what we're doing here. He, he's Ukraine is just the fucking tip of the iceberg. He wants to take that bitch and have a launching pad to attack Finland and all those motherfuckers. So, and Pol- Poland, of course. But, um, yeah, this is since Friday. This, this hasn't been updated because it's Sunday. I took this on Friday, so it's old numbers, but just a couple of days old. Same one you got pulled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the, all the, the casualties and the stuff that ha- has happened for Russia. Now, clearly the benefit is going to go to 
the side that is on the defense. The people who are dug in, that's their homeland. Right. They're dug the fuck in. They have, you come to me. So they're going to have, at first, right. superiority. Yeah, you, you know you know where the optimal positions are. Right. They're just walking into fucking ambush, essentially. You're in foxholes. You're coming to me. I'm going to get many a lot more of you than you get of us at first until you get deep into our territory. Yeah, it's, then it's, we're in a situation. It's who outlasts who, but on the initial wave, uh, since the start of the invasion, Russia's lost up to 80 tanks, 516 up armored vehicles, 17 aircrafts, and 2,800 troops. That's astronomical, considering the complete underdog that Ukraine is with numbers-wise. Like, well, there's no point, way that should happen. No longer than the actual invasion had been going on, because this is like a little over a day at this point that it yeah. had been going on. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, Russia's already committed multiple war crimes, uh, orphanages, attacking orphanages, kindergartens, attacking hospitals, attacking. That's all war crimes, all punishable. All that's why they finally were like, all right, you know what? Now we are sanctioning, sanctioning Putin himself. Now he himself is being sanctioned and cut off from ties from everything. Uh, apparently the, the sanctions, I'm tired of hearing the word sanctions cause yeah. it's a fucking joke. It's invisible, but I did see that it, it's, uh, it's like a 4%. It's estimated that it's a 4% loss of everything for the oligarchies and all the fucking high officials in, in Russia, which on average, the most excruciating is a 2.5%. This is going to put it to four. They've already lost apparently billions. They've lost billions of dollars in, in uh, military equipment. Um, of course, I, I'm not shocked to see China come out. Uh, I think it was yesterday or today. Uh, you know, Daddy Joe Biden is trying to reach out to China and, and be a little snitch and like, oh, look at all the things Russia's doing. Are, are you going to talk to him? Are you going to say something to him? This is not right. This is the equivalent of, uh, hey, if I asked your mom, if I asked my mom to say the night she won't let me, you ask. And uh, they went to Twitter. China did, of course. That's where everybody goes. And they put something up there and they were like, uh, never forget who the real threat to democracy is and posted this picture of all the times America has bombed people. So we see whose side China's on. What a surprise. Um, I I understand that Joe Biden's in a tough spot here. <laughs> he <laughs> is. Because if you do go in and fucking defend Ukraine, it's officially a fucking world war. Right. There's going to be huge 100%. repercussions. Yes. Now, if you sit back too long, there's also going to be repercussions to that. Because China is going to take Taiwan and you won't do it a fucking thing. It will just be thing. a world war that we are not a part of. Correct. And that's exactly what happened in World War II. Anybody who knows their history there knows what happened there. God, we tried so fucking hard <laughs> to stay out of it until we started seeing the images of the things that were actually happening. And now we have to go. The difference we, is... Us I, and the Brits, we got to come in. I don't know that... And he'll, his hand will be forced at some point if that is if that does happen. Oh, it's, it's going to be forced. But I just don't... I can't imagine... At this point, what it would take for him, like you know what, fuck it, I'm tired of this. It's Here coming. Because I agree, he's in a tough spot. It, it is a tough spot because China is calling you a paper tiger, and right now you do look like a paper tiger. You try to pretend like you're the big bad bully, but really you're made of paper mache. But if you go just just in recent history here, if you go through Trump, Obama, even George W, feel like something would happen by now. Like, there would have been a decision made, albeit well, at least one of those three would have made a hasty decision that may have had different repercussions, but yeah, something would have, we would have a firm stance at this point, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I understand this feels like it's been going on forever. It's been a couple of days, but 
there's been some ridiculous shit that's come out from it. And also, one thing that's still crazy to me, and I understand it's this time we live in, but like you, could, the fact that we can just like this war is being live streamed essentially through Twitter and TikTok and all this stuff is so, crazy. Sort of, but you would, you would, I would think there would be way more videos coming out. It's hard to actually find videos of stuff that's going on. Like there are some, but it is fucking way hard to find stream. Like I'm not trying to watch fucking BBC streams of of the fucking war. I'm not trying to watch. I don't want to see a you know what like a fox through. like a fox and an MSNBC. I don't. Want, they they have an agenda to push, so I don't want to watch right. that. I want to see an independent video of it from from some of the citizens. I want to see you know what I mean. That's the kind of shit, and it's hard to find it. That is because they're fucking taking them down. There oh, was they, someone they that tweeted. For yeah, sure. there's someone that tweeted that said, I've put up 15 videos. I'm a Ukraine citizen. I put up 15 videos of all the things Russia's doing. They've deleted them all. Yeah, no, you got to That's you gotta, a fucking problem. You got to catch it as it comes up. Yeah, that's an issue because we should be seeing it. And there's a reason they don't want us to see what's actually happening to Ukraine. Because the worse it looks that Russia's doing in Ukraine, the more involved, the, the more the push for America has to do something. Now, we did. They did show all the javelins, because they're fucking the tanks up. Mm-hmm. All the javelins were, were supplied by the Trump administration back in the, and then. I'm not going to get into the, I always say I'm not going to get into the blue, blah, 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 and then I do, but <laughs> uh, they're really using this as a platform to talk shit and still smear an ex-president instead of just wishing well to the Ukrainian people or like, Instead of coming together, they're using this as, as a prime way to fucking smear people. I don't like that. It's, oh, look, Trump Trump said that he didn't want Ukraine and NATO, and he tried to de- defund them, and he tried to, now look what's happening. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not what the <laughs> fuck happened. This is stupid for us to just start attacking ex-presidents because of what's going on right now. The reality of the situation is Putin didn't want to fuck with Trump. You can say they were, oh, look, he said that what Putin did is so smart. Can you believe he's backing Putin? Uh, what Putin's doing is smart Here. because the softest motherfucker in American history is now the president. Now is I'm 69 years old. I've wanted to take these motherfuckers over and, and steal my crazy shit for how long that fucking old ass motherfucker ain't going to do shit. We're going in easy way to look at it is at least from my perspective. I assume this is, this is the majority. You look at Putin and you think that motherfucker is crazy. I want no part of that. Correct. Do you think Russians look at Putin and just glorify him across the board? Because I don't like if you if you have somebody that controls you and there is, is unstable. Shit, there's a shit ton of Russian people all striking right now in front of the their you know their White House or whatever. They don't want this shit, right? So there, my, there's captured Russian soldiers on video saying we didn't fucking want this. We don't want to do any of this. Yeah. We're just told they were told. Uh, one of the one of the soldiers said that they were told Ukraine attacked them first, and now they need to go. They need to go uh, retaliate and go go wipe them all out, citizens. Military doesn't matter. Wipe them all out. They attacked us, and they were like, "We are now realizing that is not what happened." Yeah, and the point the point being, like, regardless of your thoughts on Trump, if you have everybody outside of America thinking the same thing, like that motherfucker is unstable. We don't want any part of that. An unstable leader is cause for concern. However, you're worrying about stuff in house. Like you, you worry yeah. about things that directly affect you. You have way more resources to deal with that. You're on your own while not having to worry about outside interference. Nobody's going to go in there and fuck with, go into, everybody's like, oh, they'll never bring war to America. I don't foresee anybody just thinking, you know what? Let's go to Russia. Let's fuck them up on their homeland. I don't imagine that goes well because yeah. you have a leader who will, uh, from what from what it appears to me, lay down if the pipe. It's, if it's you or us, 
and it takes half of us to get rid of you, I'll sacrifice our people. Yes. So you have a built-in safety net because nobody, if, if you're not concerned for your people, nobody's going to want to fuck with you. I'm not saying you should have leaders not concerned for your people, but that's the benefit. And I think it's pretty obvious at this point, we are not um, Joe Biden supporters. Yeah, that's pretty clear. But I'm more right-leaning than anything. Everybody rooting for failure for anyone in this situation is fucking insanity. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm not expecting great things, but I would fucking love to be wrong. Like, if, if Joe Biden does something here in the next few weeks, I am open to be like, when, when his term's over, this God forbid there's another one, being like, that was fucking terrible. But remember that one time with Russia. Like I'm, I'm, I'm open for any any win he can get, and I'll if it's if it's legit, and it was the right decision, I'm for it. Yeah, Trump. He was in a big, a big uh, meeting yesterday, huge meeting, a shit ton of people, and he was up there talking. I can't remember what he what he had said about uh, the Clintons, but he had said uh, anybody who's trying to say this that I it's my fault this is happening or it's my fault this happened. My relationship with Putin is, is a bad thing. He's like, just so everybody knows under Obama, uh, Russia invaded Crimea under Joe Biden, Russia's invading Ukraine under, I think he said the Clintons, Russia invaded Jordan under my run. What happened? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. He had our, he had the economy fixed. He had motherfucking other leaders fearing us. We became an import an exporter instead of an importer. He, you can say what the fuck you want. He would never, ever, ever have let what happened in Afghanistan happen under his control. Never going to happen. No, no, thank you. There will never be Americans left behind. He will never damn the American people. He will never put us in a position to happen. What is happening in Ukraine would never happen to us. And motherfuckers knew it. Yeah, That's why China tiptoed. That's why Russia tiptoed. Who the fuck else sat down and had a meeting with Kim Jong-un? Who else lined that up? Trump. How? Uh, Dennis Rodman. That's weird, though. (laughs) But if, if, if you have that utility in your belt... You fucking use it. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but I'm talking like president-wise, world other leader. Kim Jong-un wanted nothing to do with anybody, and Trump had a fucking meeting with him. Yeah. Y'all can say what you want about the problems that were going on here in America, and you want to blame somebody about it, and it's the president. That's the wrong fucking move here. What you need to think about is what's happening in Ukraine could happen to us at a moment's notice, and it didn't under Trump, and it would never fucking happen under Trump. Never going to happen. Ask the uh, ask the Tomahawk missiles that we sent in there to whenever what was it <laughs> was it Syria or were them motherfuckers yeah. committing genocide on their own people? Why don't you ask him about the thirty six fucking Tomahawk missiles we sent in there? You and you motherfuckers you cried them. about the cost of each missile. <laughs> no, it's 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 crazy shit. But Ukraine is holding it down so far. Now Russia only had a third of its forces in during the invasion. Yeah, they're they have, not stupid. They have now up two thirds. Also, the Czechs are involved. The Czechs are some psycho sons of bitches. They are some scary motherfuckers with your only fucking intent in life is to kill whoever you tell me the enemy is. They are impartial. Really, they don't even back Russia, but they don't back Ukraine either. But they're now going to be fighting for Russia. They're just they in sent, for a fight. Yeah, they just sent 10,000 men. That's a big, Wind me up and let me go. 100%. That's a big fucking, a big spot for where ISIS comes from is Czechs. These motherfuckers will saw your head off in the street. They do not care which CNN reporter is standing there watching. They do not give a fuck. They'll come for you too. They don't care. Yeah. The Czechs are a wild card. That is a scary thought. But I am impressed with Ukraine. I am fucking, I, I, you want to say proud, but I don't really have any resemblance to it. I just, I just love to see them 
they have literal citizens of their country all lining up and grabbing guns and and grabbing a fucking foxhole. You have like, elected officials yeah, who are doing the same. That's fucking defending your country. That is fighting for your country right there. That's unbelievable. And I don't think eight out of ten Americans could handle the thought of that actually being a reality in your head. And you, you know why? Because we are the bad motherfuckers that we are. Maybe we bitch a little less about our living conditions when it's really not so bad. <laughs> Maybe we just come together and, and just... Let's just chill. Don't fall for the for the uh, political division. Don't fall for the shit. Just the, let the politicians well, you, do whatever the politicians want to do. The situation at hand, that's fine. But the fact is, we're in it. Yeah. So you should only root for the best. There, there, there is no point where this goes completely south, and you get to sit here and say, "Well, huh, now I get, now I'm glad I get to say oh, that Biden failed." If, if Biden fails, we you're fail. fucked. Yeah. You if are. He fucked. fails, we fail because that invasion that you're seeing across your screens in Ukraine could so easily be right here. Now, there's a reason they haven't, and there's a reason no one has. They know what the American fucking people are capable yeah, of. It, they know we are the most armed-to-the-teeth motherfuckers. Right. The people think that it's like our our upper hand in military tactics or technology or something like that. It's absolutely not. It is us. Or the numbers. It's not the numbers. It's the fact that if you come to American soil, you have no idea who's who and who's dangerous and who's not. We know the land. We are armed just as much as the military. We may not have the same capabilities, 50s and all that kind of stuff. We ain't got all that. But boy, do we have a lot of ammunition. But think about that. Like, when this invasion started in Ukraine, they started dishing out weapons to any any citizen who wanted to fight. Like, hey, here you go. Here, here's a weapon. If you want to help, here's, here's your weapon. We already have that. And the majority of people who have it are prepared to use it or know how, at least comfortable enough to use it. And if it came down to it and the difference was, all right, you have access to up to this level of military weapon. Yeah. Come get them. Boy. Yeah. I am setting up that tripod with that fucking Mark 19, that 50 side by side, and I'm just going to sit here and chill. Sit here and chill. I'll get my sector sketch done. I'll be posted up. Not even worried about it. I'm going to sit. The closer, you ain't coming in here. The, not happening. The more land you get through, if you come into the United States, the worse it's going to get. The worse it's going to get. You get into these land. You better come states. in from the north. And it, you're coming from the south, you're in a problem. I don't know. You ain't going to make it very far. So we talked about this at work, actually. Like, if, if this was to happen, where do you think anybody would start? And I'm thinking... That would come into the west coast. I'm thinking northwest and work their way southeast. Because if you come in straight from Canada, you're coming into rural areas, people that are living in those areas to get away from people. But gun control heavy areas. Uh, yeah, I get to an extent. Such as Oregon, California. But for that way, yeah. I'm talking about if you come if you come straight down in like the Dakotas and you come down through uh, Wyoming, Montana, and you get into that way, that's people can see you coming from a long ways. Yeah. You come in also from, less populated you come in from, areas. You come though. in from the East Coast and just sheer numbers are gonna be a problem. You come in from Mexico <laughs> and uh, you come straight into Texas. Yeah, I understand. I don't know if the, anybody's the, very the scared of Texas. Well, anymore. the large cities in Texas are becoming much they're liberals. Much more metro areas, but the metro areas not so much. The everywhere else in Texas, you get the rural areas, which is what everybody thinks of when they think right. Texas. Problem. Yeah, problem. And you get through that, you're coming straight up into the south. Yeah, you come on down through the Carolines. You come on down through, through fucking uh, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Louisiana. Mississippi. Good luck. Yeah, no, not good for you. You want to see some people come together? Let some shit like that happen, and let somebody try to invade us. We will very quickly come together. And forget all about the fucking division that was going on. And we will be, what we call them? I'll just say we will, we will, 
you just, you just don't want that situation. <laughs> you, you don't you don't want those problems. China don't want them even with the numbers they got. Russia don't want them even with the now. A scary thought is something that Russia said yesterday, and they said that they have he has put his uh, nuclear team on high alert now, as in. His trigger fingers itching, as Lil Wayne says, and he's not joking. He is already thinking about nuclear warfare. Now that is scary. There's no. This is that what we we're trying to prevent. Nope. That is that is what we have been trying to fucking keep from happening. They're already exposed to it at this point. They fucked up Chernobyl. They did. And radiation levels are spiking. Well, it, it spiked, of course, yeah, because they said that. Shit, yeah, they did. But now think of the genius, the genius of taking Chernobyl. Think about it. Oh no, I, you can't no. even attack us. We're untouchable. Right. This is our layer. This is. This is the underground tunnel for uh, Hitler. That's what it is. You can't touch us. You can't attack us. It's not going to happen. Well, it's crazy. That's fucking We're genius. We're talking about the American people. Is like it, it was a problem. And I'm sure a lot of those numbers that we just read off are due to the amount of, because I mean, what do you think? Their, their military force doubled just from citizens taking weapons, trying to help defend them? Probably. They still well, can't, don't hold a candle no, to them. No, for sure not. But the, the point is like, American people are not, it's not going to take the, all right, now we're to the point where you can help us. We're not going to wait. We're not going to ask. This is going to be no different than the regular old cat burglar. Yep. This is my house. You ain't, you ain't having it. It's a very unfortunate situation. Apparently missiles are being launched from like Belarus or whatever right now. So I guess they've decided to back Russia now. So there's a lot more of business, dominoes are about to start. There's falling. a lot of business decisions being made right now, but the fact that Putin thought he could just stomp right in there and take it all over in two days and it was sure thing is hilarious or, to see how Ukraine is holding it down. And they say Russians have no superiority over anything yet. Nothing. They don't lock anything down. They do not. Now, there, there's a big amphibious assault, apparently, in... Uh, uh, Mar, Mar, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, in the southern part of Ukraine coming through that apparently is an issue that's causing real bad problems. They're sending a lot of fucking um, amphibious vehicles through that that region. They almost have Kyiv from what they say, which is pretty much just a fuck you. We're going to take your capital, do something about it. Right. But I, you just love to see Ukraine fight off a powerhouse like Russia the way that they have. But, it, I mean, you think about it. It's a fuck you, but if you take the capital, you're going to get faster... Word's going to spread a lot faster because the media outlets are going to be on in full force if you're losing the capital. Did you see what Elon Musk did? Yes. How awesome is I that? Did. Hey, Elon good. Musk is a fucking legend. You're good to go. Go ahead. Yeah. Like the VP or something of Ukraine came out and was like, hey, Elon Musk, we need fucking internet in Ukraine now. If we could get Starlink, that'd be fantastic. Nine, you got it. Nine hours later, Elon Musk responded, all right, Starlink's up in Ukraine. Uh, more, more receptors or whatever are en route. What a fucking legend. Yeah, you know where he lives? America. Yeah. So let's hope that, you know, worst case scenario. Anonymous is a full-fledged cyber attack against him too That right was now. immediate too. Immediately. They, link, they leaked all the information to the officials, email addresses, phone numbers, uh, physical addresses to every one of the officials. Leaked it all. They're digging up shit on Putin right now saying that they're going to expose everything he's done in the past 20 years. Everyone's coming together and saying, fuck you, Russia. Russia's reached out to multiple people saying, "Help, hey, help us in this invasion. They said, no, go fuck yourself. Kind of like the Snake Island thing. That was sick. You think, you, you want, we talk about how resilient the Ukraine's been, and this is, there's no delicate way to say this. It does, I don't think it would surprise me 
if he chose the Ukraine, invaded them, he's like, all right, don't don't like fuck them up right off the bat. Make it look like we have we're susceptible to be beat to get all these people to jump in, and then we'll, we'll then we'll give them the full force. Well, I think at that point you would have to worry about this being a uh, sort of like a, I can't remember what it was called in the military where you would just shoot to see where the enemy was. You just pop off a few shots and see if they react. See if you could, okay, there's muzzle flash, muzzle flash, right. muzzle flash. You would have to worry that the chess piece would be, we'll launch this little invasion, see if America will get involved. And then the real attack will be China. We'll get all of Americans over here fighting in this war. And then we'll let China push through Taiwan and they can start attacking America as well. That I'm assuming is in the back of the elected officials here at the White House. I would, I would assume oh, that's I'm gotta talking be about, I'm talking about from Putin's standpoint. Like yeah. Like, hey, we're going to invade... Make look like we can't keep up with Ukraine. Let's see who gets involved. Yeah, and yeah. Let it rip. You just there's there are some like I, there's no telling there, how much strategy has been planned. Oh down yeah, here. and another huge downfall would be say Ukraine holds it down and wins, mm-hmm. locks it up. It, 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 then they get into NATO, and Americans didn't help. Right. How long until um, America is kicked out? How long until we get into a war well, I mean, and we ask for not, assistance and they say no because we didn't defend, uh, defend people like this? Afterwards. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but if, we're, if, we're, not, if we're not going by that, then any any minor thing that happens, we have to go help. Yeah, right. And that's, I mean, we have we have uh, boots on the ground right now. We, right. We've given them a shit ton of munitions. We've given them a shit ton of all types of uh, firearms and shit. So, I mean, we're doing our part to... To get them stuff. All you turds that are concerned with the draft, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. It's like what Dakota sent me. 99% of you motherfuckers are overweight. They don't want you. You have no training. You're overweight. You can't keep up. Don't worry. You're not going to get drafted. It's not going to happen. inactive ready reserves for. Yeah, you little fucking fat turd weenies are not going to get in. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Okay? That's people like us that really have to fucking worry about it. (laughs) And I am all for it. I will. I will fucking, I would do it 100%. The other thing is that inactive ready reserve, like that's the whole point, but seen a lot of people go south real fucking fast after getting out. Go stop in your local <laughs> recruiting station, look at the National Guard members you see around there. Go take a little gander. Yeah. I don't feel safe if anyone tried to invade us with those turds out there on the line. No, they, Half they, of them would shit themselves and leave. The, that would not be the first person they call. No, but they would be on the streets and I would not or feel safe. State by state, I'm not waiting for them. I don't think anybody is. That's the point. That's why nobody's coming here. Or hasn't to this point. Fuck around and find out. Yep. But Ukraine, we're fucking rooting for you. For sure. We stand in solidarity with fucking Ukraine over here. Fuck Russia. The, the sanctions are, I hate the word, like I said, every time it's like, but we've sanctioned them. It is going to fuck them up. Like, there's no doubt about it. They're about to get kicked out of Swift. They're fucked forever. Like, he has just committed suicide. Putin has just suicided himself. He's off. That's the scary part, though, is that he knows So you better that. hope he wins. He knows that. He does not care. No, he doesn't. Money is a made-up thing. It's a fucking invisible thing. He does not care. As long as he wins and takes Ukraine over like he should, he's not stopping because he already yeah. knows he committed professional suicide. So we, if we win, we are going beyond. We are moving again. Scary to see what it could become, but I think they are 
everyone in the fucking world knows what America will bring to them. Every fucking body knows it. China is our only threat. And that's only because of numbers. And they're fucking technology. They're geniuses. They're smart. Anybody, anybody following this. They ain't fought in a war for fucking how many years? Or not following this. Come off of the who's right, who's wrong, what somebody else would have done. Yeah. Just fucking observe and prepare. But unfortunately, that's all they'll do. Everybody has Twitter minds now. It could be actively happening in our backyard and people would still be talking about who they'd be getting on Twitter talking about, oh, I know this president would never do this. Oh, look, this is on Joe Biden's watch. Like there's somebody outside my house with a tank that would have never happened for Trump. Fucking nope. worry about the goddamn tank. <laughs> maybe okay? maybe take down that tank Get and figure out. something out. Because if he lets off one of those rounds in your house, you're dead. Yeah. But we we do we are, love to see Ukraine standing up. We love to see them fighting for their independence. Uh, it's really fucking inspirational. Love to see their uh, president. I guess is what you call him, prime minister. I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, awesome to see him down with the people. Laying rounds downrange, defending the homeland with elected officials and foxholes shooting at the enemy. It's unfucking believable. It's Molotov all- cocktails are at an all time high right now. They are blowing bitches up. I am seeing videos left and right, and it's like trending on Twitter and everywhere of how do you make Molotov cocktails? It's not hard. We can't talk about it, but it's not fucking hard to make. <laughs> it's not hard to make napalm. Either. And it's awesome to see the results of what Molotovs do. Kind of tying a bow on this, running the full circle. Even if the Ghost of Kaiv was not real. That's not your fucking place to shoot down people's hope. No, shut up and leave us alone. It's not whose place is it to tell a four-year-old Santa's not real. Yeah. No. You see what I'm saying? No. No, that's just rude. I personally would not be. I don't root to tell my kid about Santa. I really don't. I would more like to just, hey, we got you these presents. It's just, it's it's just, just one of those things where kids don't have, like in this, in the world that we live in now, kids don't have a lot of, shit left to their imagination. I mean, they're getting toys regardless. They just give you that's the credit. Not, no, that's not the point of the, the thing. It's just something to believe in. Like, every everything is at your disposal. You can prove or disprove anything at this point. Believe in your family. Kids. Believe in your parents. They got your back. They I'm got talking about imagination for kids. It's important. SpongeBob get yeah, here. Yeah, you just got it. Um, yes, but for the last time we stand with Ukraine, can't wait to see what else comes of this because there's going to be so much more that comes from this. Keep fucking laying it down, Ukraine. Hold the fucking fort, bitches. You'd love to see it. It's all I got. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>